This is the Legacy Libido, episode one, part two, right? And we're not doing it. There's no vlog to this. We're just rolling because I was on roll. Yeah, you were. But what about the guys who are virgins? Boom. Here we go. Let's let's have That's some, juicy. Some, that's a whole nother layer. It is because I'll be honest. Wow. I'll be very honest and blunt. I'm 29. A guy who's a virgin at 30. It's not even about the sexual stuff, actually, at first. It's about mentally where is he at with sex. Because you can't tell me this whole 30 years you just haven't had sexual right. desires. There's, there's you haven't mastered what's, what's, what's actually going on. There's something to that. I'm serious. I would be, and it's bad, and it's also societal. I can't even begin to think where their mind would be at because I, all my life I've been taught that men are um, physical creatures, and and that's what the church teaches. The is church that teaches not the truth? keep I just mean, keep sneaking around, but just don't put it everywhere. That's basically. I mean, okay, we're gonna be real. That's just what I hear. That is what the church teaches, not public. That's black and white. Yeah, men. We can pray for your struggles with pornography. Like that's how they be starting the talks. Like well, we know you're gonna do this and that. But we know we know you're gonna you. poke around, but just don't do it too much and right. pray. Get it out of your system before you get married. Basically, they don't say that directly, but they're saying that. They are. They're saying that. Yeah. And uh, us poor ladies, and teaching that just they're making it seem like they're not having sex with us. You know, mm -hmm. I'm just being real. Mm -hmm. It's like they're talking to the men in a certain way. And then they, they want to paint these women as chaste. And I think it's beautiful when you are chaste. Man, I, they're, I'm, they're running through the girls and so-called chaste. They're chasing the chaste. <laughs> they are. They're chasing the chaste. And and, mess, and destroying them, really. It's true. This, this could be a whole list. We could do a whole series on this. What well, is? It's gonna be the legacy slip. It's gonna be a series. But I honestly, genuinely think that there's just there's a need right now for blatant honesty. That's why I want to do this talk. I like that. Blatant I hope. Honesty. I hope that it's not offensive. I don't think it should be. The truth is always gonna be offensive to somebody. Yeah. And I know there's going to be some holy rollers in the comments. And that's okay. There will. And, and if, it's okay. If you are offended, that means we've done our job. Because now you're thinking. And it's not just that. It's There are going to be people coming in my DMs. There are going to be people coming for me on Facebook. There are going to be people who will do whatever. Because people do what they want to do. Good. But you know what's awesome for the women who and men you know, who find this and say, wow, I've never heard a Christian professing faith professing person talk about sex openly like this in real things not like oh let's just do this no like actually talk about it yeah because that, Lord? i almost got almost put somebody business out there oh, Lord. we'll just call the person's name luke luke is in the church luke loves the lord luke is a friend of mine, but he's also a, a youth pastor. Mm -hmm. Wife had a baby. You're supposed to wait six weeks. She didn't touch him for six months. 
And we were at a community Bible study, mm-hmm. guys and girls. He wasn't there. And he just goes, my wife is just totally, and I don't know what to do. And he said, he, he literally goes, and I'm with my a couple of my single guy friends. Some are married, some are single, right? And he goes, the first six weeks were hard, you know, but I got through it and I was so excited for two months in, you know, back to having sex and we're excited. He's like, it's like she didn't even want to. He said, and I know she's tired, but I'm helping her. I'm paying all the bills. She's a, you know, and he's like, and I don't know what to do. He said, I don't want to watch pornography, but it's been six months since I've had sex with my wife. And he, he asked me, actually, he took, this is what happened. One of my good girlfriends who was there, it's like a secret thing. What I do for people on the side is like a secret. It's like a secret sisterhood. But occasionally people will refer me clients, seek real quiet. Like it's almost like having a black book, like the mafia. (laughs) Isn't it weird? But yeah, but nobody talks about it. And I've got another friend who does it with me who's married, who she'll she'll, she'll give married advice because she's actually married. Mm-hmm. I'm just not yet married. So she'll talk deeper about deep sexual stuff that I don't feel comfortable talking about. Mm-hmm. But basically, yeah, she took me aside, this girl, and I had helped her when she was in a bad relationship. And she, uh, she was the one who had invited me that night. And she goes, yeah, we actually brought you here, Lauren, because we wanted your advice on what to do in his situation. Like basically the whole party stopped. I'm thinking it's just like a casual Bible study and the whole conversation turned around this man suffering and they wanted my advice. It was like 10 people. So that was your advice? To him? Yeah. (sighs) A couple things. And I told him, I said, where is she? He's like, she's at home. I said, you got to bring her into this conversation. I said, the first mistake you made was not bringing her here. You got to talk about it. Have you guys thought about going to counseling? He said, I have. He goes, but she just keeps saying that she needs more time and it's the baby and this. And I got no, but it talks about it in the word. Your body isn't just for you anymore when you get married. And then I asked him, I said, did you guys have these? And they're young. Did you have these conversations before you got married? No. No. I can see that. He said, we, we grew up really conservative Southern Baptist. Oh. He, he's like, I'm 24 years old. What do you oh mean? Did I have these conversations before I got married? He said, he's like, so he's like, so am I just supposed to suffer? He's like, I don't know. He's like, he said, what's he said to make matters worse. Mm. He said, I used to struggle with pornography and the Lord freed me. But this season, he said, I'm laying as my wife and she don't want me to touch her. He said, do you, he said, you don't understand that kind of pain. Wow. That's deep. These are the things that people don't talk about in the church. I and mean, this, I, I mean, I've been not, I don't know, Lauren. Go. Not, I, mean, I just, cause I don't know if marriage counselors in the church talk about there it. There are marriage counselors in the church who talk about it. In fact, there's a really great one at my church there to plug okay let me say this if your church prioritizes mental health of course they'll talk about it i don't know how they do it where you go to church maybe they do yeah i I don't know i mean i'm not married so i don't go to the marriage counselors but we do have therapists at our church and counselors at our church but this is like it's a serious problem and i feel like people aren't talking about it on a public scale 
and people feel alone. My biggest, so this was my best advice for him was, I, I told you I have the friend who does the married counseling, but I actually suggested they go see a professional licensed counselor because I think she might have postpartum PTSD. Ooh. You know what postpartum PTSD is? Postpartum depression? No. There's postpartum depression and there's postpartum PTSD. No, I don't know what that is. I mean, I know what PTSD stands Basically, for. Basically, post-traumatic so. stress disorder. Basically, you just, and it's a real thing. Like, it's like, you just get so stressed out with dealing with life. You just, you just need a break. She's stressed out. And he loves her. So he's giving her that space and he wants to honor her. But he's also suffering because he's got a libido. They're married. It's been six months. That's hard. That's life. He don't want to, he's not going to give up on his marriage. He don't want to step out on his marriage even mentally. Still hadn't looked at pornography when we talked. Good, good, good man. And he said, I'm just praying the Lord can do something for me. Because he, he didn't know where to go. But this is like where my passion comes from because I see these stories. And I'm not a licensed therapist. Ooh, full disclaimer, should have said it on the video. Not a licensed therapist. Not by any you means. Can make a short video saying that. Health counselor, but everything that I talk about is is real. It's like law and order. I think it's time for breakfast. SVU. Okay. Are you done? You're hungry. I'm hungry. I'm not gonna I can tell. Okay. I'm trying to think if there's anything else or we could say. This has been an awesome time. Yeah, we got it done. Guys, it is 5.17 in the morning. Yeah. It's we are rolling. Okay. Thank you guys for listening to part two. If you guys know of resources for Christian couples, married, and then for singles who are, are struggling with sexual addiction problems, with um, in general sexual recovery, sexual um just, just sexual issues in general. Let me know. You know, I, I, I think we should just compile everything and kind of put it together to where we can provide value to people who need it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Legacy Libido. Good night or good morning. Right? Is it good morning or good, good morning? <laughs> good morning. Oh man.